jeg beder mig Rowley af. Ja, ja, han er, han er, han er. We gotta do it now. We can start. We gotta release at least one once a week. Yeah. Okay. New resolution. <laughs> yeah. Started early in December. We need to because if you start it on New Year's, it's it doesn't It's never work. gonna happen. Yeah. Oh, so we've we've early. worked that out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna try and do one a week because we I think we've got a lot of experience, skills, knowledge to mm. give our expertise, knowledge, and our opinions mm-hmm. in this industry. Yeah. So. Point two of the James Cleverly, the new uh, is it Cleverly or Cleverly? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Cleverly. <laughs> I don't know. Cleverly yeah. just is not so clever at the moment. That's what I thought. His name is Cleverly or something. I don't know. Yeah. James. Yeah, James. Anyway. Let's call him James. Um, yeah, the Home Secretary. Yes. So he came up with uh, five points to cut down immigration, right? Yeah. So we're gonna just just talk about the second one. Okay. What the did he exactly threshold. say? So he said. This is his exact words. We will stop immigration undercutting the salary of British workers. Okay. We will increase the skilled worker earning threshold to 38,700 from next spring. Okay. So let me calculate uh, this. Yeah. Oh. Those coming on health and social care worker uh, visa routes will be exempt. Okay. So the minimum wage is going up next spring. Like It normally goes up every April. They've every already... April. Clarified it for England, yeah. which is I'm just bringing my calculator. Up. Was it eleven fifty or eleven fifty five? I think it's eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. So, uh, normally a working week is thirty seven point five hours to forty hours. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do it on thirty seven point five. Okay. This day and age, they, they don't pay for breaks either, so that's what I'm doing as thirty seven point five. Mm-hmm. So eleven pound fifty times by thirty seven point five equals four hundred thirty one pound. A week. Times up by 52 weeks in a year. Okay. It's £22,425. So the minimum wage is gone up to Mm £22,425. And they're expecting the skilled worker people to earn at least £38,700. So they need to make sure that the jobs out there are not paying them the minimum wage, which Mm -hmm. is very hard because Mm -hmm. £11.55 back in the day was a good rate. Mm -hmm. But now, if they're putting this threshold up... This... Law is they're going to bring in it for a skilled worker visas, yeah. right? So if they're actually skilled workers, they shouldn't be on the minimum wage anyway. Yeah, you would think that, but remember right. the shortage occupation list was giving a 20% discount. Mm-hmm. A lot of private companies out there, like say now for me and you, they're going to cap that 20% as well. Yeah, they're going to get rid of that and they're getting rid of the, they're going to revamp the shortage occupation list, mm-hmm. which maybe we'll go through it, but we don't want to go too much. If it affects our business, we'll talk about it, mm-hmm. but like. Say now, us guys, like, we wanted to hire someone from overseas because we're not finding, uh, I don't know, a HR person, international HR person. Mm-hmm. We have to pay at least 38700 for five years. Mm-hmm. As a new business, as a small business, or someone that's really struggling, would we do something like that? That's the question. Well, yeah, it depends. On yeah, it depends, depends on, on how much we're earning, how much yeah. we can afford to pay out. Um, mm-hmm. You think that people pay skilled workers this much money, but we know out there, we've, we've worked... Yeah, we worked. You're you're you graduated mm. in London. Uh, in London, you're you worked a job time. for many many years. No, and uh, people, the average salary is about thirty thousand, thirty two thousand. The same. So mm. they really need to put that up. Our company is willing to put that up, but especially with the cost of living, a lot of people are like closing businesses down. They are not using offices no more. They're letting people work from home. 
Um, if they're letting people work from home, a lot of people are outsourcing now overseas. If they're letting people work from home, you can outsource because it's cheaper labour and you're not, you don't need to meet the UK criteria for wages. So I I just think to go from any kind of wage to 38700 for skilled work is a massive, massive jump. Oh, yeah, like they should have gradually increased yeah. it in line. Yeah, his, his argument is that the minimum threshold hasn't been updated since 2012. Yeah, but that's not so our fault. Well. Yeah, yeah, that's not. The, yeah. Yeah, so okay, well, it's not our fault. It's not, it doesn't affect us personally anyway. No, I'm just saying, but that's not, yeah. uh, when I mean our yeah. fault, don't, I meant the, like, the general right. public. Yeah, but um, I was talking to um, a guy who came from Sri Lanka um, last year. He's just finished his degree, Master's in Engineering, okay. and he's just got an offer with a work visa, um, and he's been offered a job for 38 grand. 38? And that's, yeah. Oh, fair play. Yeah, as an engineer. Oh, so he's starting off as a 38, and that's now. Yeah. So in a year's time, he'll definitely get a... Uh, well, yeah, they uh, will pro- if he's good enough, they will just put it up. Yeah. Engineers and stuff do tend to get a lot more money. So it depends on which area you're coming into. Like nurses, are, do nurses get this much money? I don't think they will start with 38 grand. Actually, now. but that's, they're saying half of social care visa. It's exempt. So well, hold on. They said those coming in the half of social care visa route is exempt. So that's just the health care workers. Does that include nurses, doctors and everything? Yeah. It does it? Yeah. So this is for engineers or okay. any other skilled worker. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much they get paid usually. So, yeah. So probably they, like HR needs to, like HR would need to start off at least on a... HR manager job if is it was. HR on the uh, shortage occupation I list? It, I think it was. And they're actually going to reform the the shortage occupation uh, list as well. Oh, so that's going to be that's very what he interesting. Said. That's what he says said yeah. in that same uh, speech. So, so, the, so we don't know what's what changes are going to be made. But didn't the they list. say a few months ago that they want to like construction and brick layers and stuff? They're not going to earn thirty eight thousand seven hundred because that's not exempt. Remember there's something like yeah, that in the construction news? workers as well that might go into say say civil engineers or they, they might yeah. fall into that category stuff. as well. I don't I don't know the the threshold for yeah. bricklayers, but there are different categories. So it'd be interesting to see the shortage occupation list. Yeah. Because there's no twenty percent cap for yeah. it. Yeah. So that's why he said that's why he said he's so gonna that, reform. That might Not be he's gonna reform, he's He's requested the the committee yeah. to look into the uh, the the shortage yeah. list. So for me, for our business, mm. the cap thing, the skill worker visa cap, doesn't affect any of our. Not things. at the moment. Not However, yeah, the those coming in the half of social care visa route will be exempt. That one does because they are. What's their rate going to be? Is it what twenty thousand two sixty? But then they can't bring their dependents. But is it going to be that they have to earn thirty eight thousand seven hundred to bring their dependents? But then that contradicts the point we made in the yeah, last video. Exactly, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That then they're not saying it clearly enough, no. right? So health and work, healthcare worker visas are exempt from this threshold. But then he's saying they can't bring family members, mm. um, and then. Also, I saw on some other website, these are speculations as well, that they're saying like if they if these other skilled workers want to bring their family members, they need to show an additional 38,700? Not an additional, it's just the 38,700. For, for the whole family? Yeah. Oh, no. 
Do you know, like, I don't know, like, the, the rule at the moment is, what, 18,600? Yeah. Plus an additional, what, is it 3,800 per child? Okay, yeah. Yeah, like so that. they haven't told us hmm. what it, they've told us what it is for, <coughs> sorry, they've told us what it is for um, if you want to bring a dependent, but they haven't said for each dependent after that. Yeah. So they, have, they haven't stated that, so yeah. that's not. So that's, that's going to be on the official website. Yeah. <coughs> so that is at the moment, so whatever the changes that they make, if they make these changes, they're going to be on the official website. That's it. So, um. From a business point of view, um, British workers, are they going to get back to work? Are they going to help British... Is this going to help the British workers get back to work? Because in our industry at the moment, to get a British worker in the health and social care industry is very tough. We have got a few, but it's very tough because we, even us as recruitment agencies now, at this current moment, majority of our clients will not pay for mileage. We have to pay we have to charge them for training and they have to renew it every so often um we, we charge them for the first set but we don't charge them again if they're still being with us um they have to pay for the on dbs's now mm-hmm. back in the day when i worked in recruitment or did a job through recruitment i didn't need to pay for any of this mm. at all so is that for recruitment agencies yeah, as well when i when i was going for jobs with recruitment agencies i've, I've always worked for a recruitment agency I worked a permanent job and I had a recruitment agency job always because I liked the flexibility of just leaving it whenever I could or doing, picking up a shift if I wasn't tired or the extra money. Mm. The money was better because you get paid, you used to get paid double pay on a Saturday, triple pay on a Sunday, night shift allowances. I used to get paid mileage, um, some the pay for my parking, mm. you know, uh, if I catch the bus, the pay for that. If I went out with a client and I brought a cup of tea, um, because I had to, I would no, normally wouldn't have spent that money on a cup of tea, so they'll reimburse you as long as it's in moderation. Mm. You know, there's a lot of perks, a lot of perks to it. So working for a recruitment agency wasn't, was fine, it was brilliant. Mm. Five years ago, not even just before the care worker visa, they were paying mileage for our staff. Mm-hmm. They pay additional from going from one house to another house because sometimes they would tell the staff member to go there. Now, staff members 15 minutes late, they dock it. Mm-hmm. Like, on yeah. the, like, you know, they're coming from far, the dock 15 minutes, so we have to dock the staff members' wage. We have no control over it no yeah. more. And you know why? Because British people don't want to do that job for minimum wage. No. We don't blame them. Um, and then there are lots of people looking for this type of job who are from overseas or people who are already in the UK who have come from overseas. They are dying for these jobs, right? They just want to make some money. And get into healthcare because they know there's they there's an opportunity for them to get a, a visa, right? So they don't care for the money. They would do the job for yeah. minimum wage, right? They mm-hmm. don't argue too much. They don't argue about the uh, their rights or whatever. They do right? to us guys, but not to not the to the actual people who actually people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they they would argue with the recruitment agencies and yeah. their employees, but they don't they don't go to the the authorities to complain. No, right? They don't they don't fight for their rights like that. Because they think it's us doing it, not us. <laughs> yeah, they just they just moan for their rights, but they don't fight for their rights. No. That's the problem. But the thing is, what I don't get is the goal. We will stop immigration, undercutting the salary of British workers, but in the same sentence, mm-hmm. those coming in the half of social care visa will be exempt. It, that's not fixing the problem. Sure. This exactly. Let's not fix the exactly. problem. Like yeah. the British people, because why would, you're allowing people to come on? Literally, you're modern slavery the overseas people. They mm-hmm. are modern slavery them yeah. because 
no, but it's not going to change the industry for us. Like, mm. it doesn't make sense. I know I'm looking at it from a health and social care point of view. I'm not looking at it from a doctor's point of view or a nurse's point of view because we don't recruit that. But from a health and social care point of view, the, the national minimum wage is going to be £11.55. So it's 22000 British workers are not going to go back for 22000 because recruitment agencies are not going to put the money up that much because they're not their profit margin that they're making this day and age is not much as a private there's two different types of recruitment agencies out there there is more but i'm going to tell you the main two one is a neutral vendor one or preferred supplier one mm-hmm. one is private privates are losing money i've seen quite happy about it though a million pound company has just dropped dropping like flies they're getting no shifts at all they've actually i think they're charging something crazy like 35 pound an hour just for a support worker mm-hmm. which is like you know and paying the staff like 13 pound but they were making the profit of like god knows how much that is like so this is they're making like yeah, 200 profit okay so and they kept putting it up putting it up especially in the rural and it's a up they're charging mileage they say um Two days, you have to give us two days notice to cancel a shift. They were, mm. you know, paying us for parking, paying us for this and that. When I first started going down to the south, like southwest down the bottoms, I was competing with these, and it was so hard to turn around, turn it around. But now, my staff and my uh, our clients are putting a shift out. Hey Sophie, I've got twenty people already applying for this job. I'm like, it's only been ten minutes mm. because people are willing to do it as a prefer- people are jumping on the preferred by Bamberg again. Yeah. They're coming from all over the country to for these shifts. I don't even know how they're getting there. I think I met someone a few weeks ago. She came out for a uh, a waking night shift. She came from Leicester. It took her twelve hours to come from Leicester to um, down Somerset. Right. right? Okay. Twelve hours. Wow. Okay. Twelve hours for a ten-hour shift. Yeah. And. Then she had to go back, but there was no trains. And she goes, I'm back here in two days. Can I stay here? I go, you can't stay here. Yeah. She goes, I've got no to stay. This is my first shift I've had since I've come to the UK. And I go, I, I didn't know what to say. I was like really shocked. I, I felt really awkward. Just a very quick reminder, guys. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can subscribe to this channel and you can give us your feedback by commenting, uh, whether it's a good feedback or a bad feedback, a constructive criticism. Whichever it is, please get involved. And also, if you are interested in healthcare and recruitment and generally business in the UK or anywhere in the world, I'm sure you'll get some information from this podcast. And also, we like to learn from you as well. So give us your feedback. And we are on all the major podcast platforms and you can catch us there. And our website is samarashealthcare.co.uk. Let's go back to the episode. I felt awkward because I didn't know how to... Like, was that person be. on a skilled worker? Yeah, skilled worker visa. She was crying. Yeah. And I go to her, where are you living now? She goes, I'm living with my brother. Mm. Living with my brother. I'm looking for a house down here now. Because she got one shift. She was looking for a house down there. I go, don't do that. Don't look for a house down here. Because this is not the recruitment agency shift. You're not guaranteed these shifts. Mm. At least you got a roof over your head with your brother at the moment. She goes, there's no shifts out there. I go, they shouldn't have brought you over then. They shouldn't have brought you over on that. And she was, they said that we had jobs, and I felt sorry hmm. for her. And yeah. I go to her to report it, yeah. Well, I said to her to report it, right? But they, they can't report they can't. because they're, they're too they've, scared. Got, they've got the hold of them, they've got they've yeah. got their visas, really. But if they if that company gets shut down, their visas get cancelled as well. Is, 
she three weeks later did a shift thinking it was an hourly rate and it was actually a sleeping so she only mm-hmm. got paid like 40 50 quid mm. but it cost her more to travel down there mm. how much she ended up with i don't know i don't think she ended up with anything mm. but I, I have no idea i don't know like that that is the type of abuse that's happening at the moment out there and it's getting worse and worse this is mm-hmm. why like it makes me apprehensive when i hire when we try not, when we got staff that are skilled worker visas because I can't tolerate if they're going through abuse. Mm. I would have to report it, but I don't want them to get deported because mm. of it. It puts us in the situation yeah. that we can't turn a blind eye to you, mm. but we can't help them either. Like mm. I can't give them a job if I could, I will, mm. but we can't. We've seen it mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so the health or social care, if they're exempt, if they're going to make this exempt, there's going to be still abuse going on. They have not fixed the problem. No, they just need yet. to put the. They need to put the rates. I don't know. They need to do something better than what they're doing. Like the ex- They need to be realistic with the amount of money that a skilled worker for a care worker should be. Yeah. Like, the Home Secretary said in the in his first point, he said, um, um, "This this uh, firms in England, uh, they want them to be uh, regulated by the Care Quality Commission yeah. if they want to apply for uh, sponsor visas." The, so, which is a good thing, just a good step towards the right direction, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. If, if, if you look at it, I never thought of it in that way. If, if, I never thought about the point what if they make the services CQC registered and the CQC people, the, the care home, has genuine jobs for them and they recruit them and they give them the hours and they are paying them, that's fine because they can get caught because if one person reports that company, yes, they'll get shut down, but then... To set back up, it won't be that easy, you know, because the the uh, CQC will do the due diligence checks because you have to, yeah. you know, to become CQC registered, you need to have a DBS. A, but it's not just a normal DBS. It's a, it's a counter-signature DBS from CQC. Mm-hmm. So if they deregister you, you cannot open a care home in your name, right? You might be able to try in somebody else's name, but they can do their checks. You need to get two references as well. You need to have financial, good finance, financial accounts as well. You need a, an accountant to verify that you have got the money and the funds to run it. You need to do uh, for, uh, financial forecasting forms. You need to do policy procedures. You need to do your level five. There's loads more that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So they can... They're not, they're not silly people. They not mm. People that are CQC inspectors have got... A, there are background knowledge of stuff and they know the types of abuse that are coming through because you can ring CQC and report it. They mm-hmm. get loads of reports. And um, I've seen some people report some stuff and I've reported things over the 22 years and they've acted on it. Mm. They have acted on it. So they don't sit on it. Mm. That's the difference. So I think CQC are where they're going to stop the abuse. Mm-hmm. A lot of abuse will stop, but you won't stop it all because like yeah. you said in the previous video, there is because, yeah, I guess no one can stop everything but at least they can reduce, reduce it, right? it yeah they reduce it a lot um i just think 11 pound 55 it sounds great but if you work out twenty two and a half thousand, yeah though that doesn't work for this uh, uh skilled workers anyway so no so it has to be definitely more than the uh, minimum would wage would they ever pay a care worker 25 grand for a job really i've never seen that that used to be the that used to be a manager's i think managers are on 28 30,000 at least for mm. a care home nursing homes a lot more mm-hmm. so then they need to look what they need to do is look at the structure of it all now the salary of British workers you know British workers used to work um, in care 
worked for the NHS and stuff who paid good or they've got union representatives to bring you know fight for the money like now there's lots of strikes yeah. unions can do that and you know there's a lot of um they're very heavily protected in 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 like the NHS and proper like you know like police forces and everything like that but a lot of companies are private it's not as easy because mm. they are not governed by these people like if we open up one tomorrow we're the managers we will decide the wage as long as we pay the minimum wage mm -hmm. if the minimum wage is £11.50 we can pay £11.50 we're not breaking the law yeah. there's minimum wage and there's a cost of living wage a lot yeah. of people still go for the minimum wage yeah. I don't see the point of that <laughs> yeah. I don't see the point yeah, you know to live in this country or live in this city there should be on about £12.50 but you can pay £11.50 well I'm going to pay £11.50 then because yeah. Business mm. owners are thinking of it as a profit thing. Like, you yeah. know, why would I want to pay them when I can get minimum, it done less money and I make more profit myself? Mm. So but then again, work. you know, like in, in Scotland, I think they, the Scotland, uh, in the care sector anyway, they pay a little more than uh, England, right? Yeah, because I did some research and I applied for some jobs just as a care worker to see. I think at the moment, is it uh, £10? Ten forty two, I think. Forty two. In Scotland, the minimum I've seen anybody pays eleven pound, something, hmm. and then they give loads of free things as well. Like you know, there's lots of free free things that you get. Like you know, um, yeah, blue blue light card is good. Yeah, oh yeah. Blue light card. I know they give that in England as well, but they give it and they give you it for free. They can give you it for free as well. A lot of so they have to do. pay for it in England. A lot of people do have to pay. I think it's something small like four ninety nine, yeah. but yeah. Um, I know a lot well, of the main main things are training and trains PBS, but in in Scotland it's PVG. But yeah. you should usually they do it for free. I've right? done loads of PVGs in Scotland. Hmm. I've never paid for. Only one I've ever yeah, paid for. Yeah, but during employed. during the COVID time they gave for free for um, COVID uh, workers anyway. Yeah. But now, if you are actually working for a actual care home, care I don't know about the recruitment agencies, um, but care companies. Some of our friends, some of our friends that are in the industry because we. The types of jobs around us are retail, hmm. gas, why is it oil and engineering, and yeah. care. Mm -hmm. They're the three jobs, and so we know a lot of people in the care industry, and their staff don't pay for training, their staff don't pay for DMPVGs. So the company They'd, pays yeah, for that, yeah. But recruitment agencies do charge it because it's yeah. a recruitment agency, mm -hmm. so. Um, but recruitment agencies here are still running the way that they used to, but they're mm -hmm. not exploiting. A recruitment agencies here are not exploiting the care sector, so the profit margins that we're charging are like nice, decent. Mm. Whereas in England, it was getting it was getting exploited, but now mm. it's reduced because it was such. It's just it's like crazy. It's men. It's really messy in England. Mm. It's really messy. In Scotland, it feels tidy. I'm not just saying that. I'm not being biased because we live here, but it's just very tidy. Like I rarely hear any dramas at all like from recruitment agents doing this and that or staff doing this or anything um one of the clients we work with yeah they would take seven eight nine months on your recruitment process to make sure it's all done thoroughly mm. they're not desperate to jump your arm and this and that they want to make sure that they invest in you mm. that you do the training they don't just do online training they do face-to-face -face practical they mm. really invest in a person which is really nice to see mm. And that that's how it should be, right? Yeah, that's how it. That's how you used to be. Was, yeah. But um, that same, if that that doesn't work in England no more, they just put you on e-learning training, 
Um, I think in, yeah, England is too fast-paced, and then obviously in Scotland, like Scotland only consists of five percent of the population yeah. in the UK. But yeah, the majority is in England, and everything happens in England. Everybody wants to be in England as yeah, well. London, Birmingham, Manchester. Everybody, all these overseas people wants to come to London, Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool. Half Lisa. of our staff that yeah. started here mm-hmm. have gone down they, to because they were students. They were they were studying at the time. They yeah. were international students, and then. Once they finish their studies, they just want to go down as to England, As soon as it's right? straight away, they went down to England, down to London, down to Manchester, hmm. Birmingham. So we see, and then the new trend, like new people are coming through now, mm-hmm. they they want to do the same thing. So yeah. maybe it's always been like that, it's just, we're just noticing it now. I guess that depends on what they study as well. Like I said, that Sri Lankan guy that I spoke to, he studied in Scotland, right, in Dundee. Now he's moved to Aberdeenshire because Aberdeenshire is full of engineering uh, mm. jobs. Um, I think so. He because he was an engineer. Now he's got a job as well. So been, I've never seen so many people on skilled worker visas than I have in Scotland, but none of them are care. All of them yeah. are proper, mm-hmm. like doctors. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of doctors on it. I know a lot of nurses on it. I know a lot of engineers on it. Mm-hmm. Proper things. I've never met a care worker on it in Scotland. No. Yeah, if there is anybody, feel free to mm. tell us how it yeah. is. Yeah, we would like I would to know. I'd love well. to know because I've never met one at all. I just I don't know if it's because they've got more work. Like a lot of British people here don't mind doing because there's not there's only certain things you can do. Like now, if we never had a business, I will go back into care. I'll be mm. a care manager or compliance manager, but something to do with care. Um, you'll probably go back into IT. Mm-hmm. I take it. I'm sure you'll mm. be able to find a job in IT. I don't know. Mm. Um. You might do it for engineering and stuff. That's that's the only, you're not going to go to retail because retail's more for the younger generation, no. like the students and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did retail when I was in uni when I was st- studying and before yeah. I got an IT. So yeah. I rarely see anybody like I, whenever I go to a shop. Doesn't matter how big or small the shop is, popular or not. It's always like the uni students or the youth workers, the play workers, the, all the uni students from the mm. uni. So it's like certain. It's just foul like that. It's not like uh, the bias and like you know discriminating. It's just foul like that. Um, or uh, the a lot of people in the engineering offshore workers. A lot of them are skilled worker visas. They came for that job. They're mm. doing that job. Yeah. And that's so nice to see that. These that's how we should be. Yeah, they're coming here, and they're getting paid right. They're getting paid decent. Yeah. As a skilled worker, like I look at them, think, yo, you're on more than I was when I graduated. Yeah. They, because they're settled, they know their future is clear yeah right they they got the job offer for three years or even five years they know they can get it extended after three years so after five years they can apply for the ielr they've already started starting to live a good life a yeah, comfortable we see them life. in our gyms yeah, exactly. um you know we see them out they've got nice cars mm-hmm. and so that life that is the good life i'm mm. not gonna lie that is the good life they've got nice houses already they've got not they've they've, they've started off but like the grass was green on the other side for them mm. when they come to Scotland. I'm not trying to promote Scotland, but that's what I see. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there are lots of people in England like that as yeah, well. Yeah, we just don't right? know. Yeah, yeah. We only know about the care sector mostly because we're in that care sector, right? Yeah. But in England as well, I know a few people that who actually finished their studies and uh, got into uh, their respective uh, sectors. Um, and got the skilled worker visa as well. And some people actually came to England. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the skilled worker visas, um, not healthcare. I'm not talking about healthcare right now. I'm talking about other engineering and IT and stuff yeah. like that. 
Um, so yeah, but mostly, like you said, in Scotland, we always see, we never, we hardly ever see, we actually, like you I'm said, I've anyone, never seen anyone uh, in Scotland, in Aberdeenshire, in this, in the East, East Scotland anyway, um, anyone who's on a, a healthcare worker visa. No. Uh, but but all the clients we speak to as well, they yeah. just, mm-hmm. they've got their own staff, they don't want skill, like they don't. They're all settled. Mm. Like there's nobody. Like it's whole hard to get work out here. In half of you need to be in. Like we need to be hiring nurses and stuff. Mm. That's what they're interested in more. And none of them are even looking to sponsor. No, not one at all. Not mm. one at all. Even when I speak to them about it, they're like, "Why is? Do yeah. I even know about it? Yeah. Because it's not in their mind skill. Mm. Like, um, I don't even know if people ring them and ask them. I have no idea how it's working. But the first minister even said, "Is it Hamza Yusuf?" Yeah. Yes, I guess. Yeah. yeah, as you know, they, he he released a statement not long after this happened with James Cleveley, saying that Scotland's built on migration. They welcome it, yeah. and it is true because it is so different. When I go down to England, yeah. I see a different lot. It feels like two separate countries. It does. Yeah, and I'm glad to be part of Scotland. Yeah, with how they treat people and respect people compared to how it is in England. Yeah, I wonder if our opinion would be different if we set up because we set up around covid times yeah uh-huh. we, it just happened like we set up around brexit and covid but what if we set up before that our views would have been different because we would have seen how it really worked because we we don't like we probably would have met people on skilled worker visas from other categories hmm. but we never really i don't know if it was ignorance on our behalf but we never really paid attention but because we're in the industry and that's what we're seeing now, we don't see nothing else. I think that's all our head is like we used to be like. We never used to question any of this a few years back. Hmm. It wasn't an issue. Yeah. We just found well, it very hard to recruit. A few years back, before COVID, I was actually in IT and you yeah. were actually in the healthcare industry. It never really impacted us. Hmm. Um, and how how did they treat the treat no. the workers a lot better? Yeah, like better um, pay. When I was a manager. Um, we had a couple of Somalian ladies. And this was of, in the West Midlands? Yeah, West Midlands. In um, Worcestershire area. Mm. A couple of Somalian ladies and a couple of Philippine ladies. Uh, Philippine ladies were on spousal visas. I don't know what the Somalian lady was on. But I do remember when her visa, she had, she had to come for extension. This is the first time I ever had any kind of like, understanding of visas. When she had to extend her visa, I had to put her job on hold. She couldn't work anymore because she had to do the application. And it took her about, back then, it's years ago, it took her eight months. Mm. She still had a job with us. We just couldn't give her any shifts. Yeah. So she she never um, she never got paid at all. But she was on a zero-hour contract worker. But then the new rules came in that if um, into companies then when they run zero hours and they've been consistently working with you, we have to offer them that amount of hours. So that just came in just after the visa things because of exploitation back then. It's nice and calm. It was. Um, it didn't bother me what country they were from because it, there was nothing like that. There. Like, it's just you come to work. Um, they had a work visa. We just checked that they can legally work. We need the date. They go to work. That's it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we never used to do extra checks or check the check any BRP cards and thing like that. It was. And this is a care industry, mm-hmm. so we was very just normal. She yeah. was lovely. They were great workers. Um, they weren't do, but the thing is, there was no care worker visa. They yeah. were doing it because they wanted to do it. Yeah. 
because they were all spouses or something, so they, mm-hmm. they didn't need to do it, yeah. but they wanted to do it. They could have worked in retail or anything, yeah, right? It matter. If they wanted, but yeah. they wanted to do, be in yeah, care. Th- th- yeah, there was no gain for them to get a visa. Yeah. They already had a visa. Yeah. And none of them are students. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think they were. Yeah, and I studied as well there. Never met an inter- overseas person in my classes at all. Um, but I, I don't know if there was in the was in the uni. At, there must have been, but I just... It, it never there are lots really, of international students in unis. I know, but I've never come across that. Like, it never, like, I never, I wouldn't be like, oh, you've come from overseas, like, you come from America, Australia. It, it never, okay. we never had them conversations, so I don't know. Okay. You would have seen it as an international student yourself, but I didn't as a British okay. person. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So, question is will immigration stop the salaries of British workers? Yes or no? I don't think it will. Will immigration what? To stop the salaries? We'll, we, mm. we will stop immigration undercutting the salary of British yeah. workers. I don't think it will. Yeah, well, at the moment, it's not clear enough. Yeah. From from whatever he said so far, I can't see that happening. But we'll have to see when it's actually all, yeah. um, all confirmed and official and visible on the official website, right? I think that, yeah, and I think the threshold is not going to be that much, I think. They can't. They can't do a massive jump. It depends on what the job is actually, yeah. but I think they're talking about a jump from like eighteen thousand six hundred for spousal visas to thirty eight thousand. So it depends on which category. But mm. if the category is like if they're already thirty thousand, it might be okay. But if it's something like twenty thousand to that, it's a massive jump. The the might the might set different thresholds for different yeah, job sectors so. or categories. They that might do that. Sense. Or they might just bring this down altogether for all yeah. the categories. But it's their, their fault for not... Not changing it over time. Yeah, yeah. that's it. They can't mm-hmm. just let you go curtailing and just go from one spectrum mm-hmm. to the other. So that's going to be an interesting one to see. Mm-hmm. I'm looking look forward, forward to, to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look forward to seeing what they um, bring in. But there's just so much... They've said, they've said a, not very much... Hmm. But caused a lot of controversy. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted to say a few sentences. That's that to was it. Cause controversy and get the nation talk about it, right? So let's see if the votes go in there. In Sorry. The, let's see if the votes go their way or not. We'll see. That's what we'll see, lads. So either if they voted out, then, like the the whole most of the UK is might based on immigration. So I don't know how many of them could have the right to vote. <laughs> So let's see if it goes their way or not. Anyone from the Commonwealth can vote. Oh, can they? oh there you yeah, go yeah. then. There you go then. So we'll, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think they're going to say anything right now. They're probably doing the new year. When's the elections? Next year. It's coming here. Do you know, do you know when? No. No. So let's see. Um, we just got to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Have you cut this year? Yep. Sure. So, uh, yeah, that's enough for today, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Catch up in the next one. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye.